Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J Dog Flanagan with you here today. I am the co founder and senior vice president here at J Dog Brands, and I would like to welcome you to Tactical Treasures, a podcast sharing the stories of veterans and military family members that have been been impacted by specific items in their lives. I will be interviewing voices in the veteran space to search for inconspicuous objects and moments that they turned into tactical treasures for their military life, career, or business. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Holly Vega, an influencer in the military spouse community. Welcome to the Tactical Treasures podcast, Holly. Hi, thank you, Jason. Thank you for calling me an influencer. I think uh, sometimes people don't, I don't, I don't think of myself as that. So thank you for saying that. Oh, you are That's, such a superstar lady, I'll tell you. Really. Well, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> so um, tell me about your, your experience in the military spouse community. You've been married to a Marine for 21 years, is it? Yes, yeah, 21 years together, 23. Oh, yeah. wow. It's been a, a, a I, I don't say nothing's perfect, right? Because there is right. no, no such thing. So right. we are imperfect people trying for perfection. It's never going to reach it, but we're going to keep on trying. <laughs> That's great. So um, you said that you live on an island, uh, yes. Sweet Tea Island. What is that about? Okay, so I'm from South Carolina. My husband's from Puerto Rico. Okay. And um, our last, well, I'm going to say, this maybe might be our forever home. I'm not sure, but my husband's been in the Marine Corps for it'll be 26 years come this January. Oh, wow. So we are assuming this is the last orders and he got orders to Paris Island and we live on ladies Island. So to, to get on or off our little Island, there's two bridges or a boat. That's it. <laughs> and so uh, being a good Southern girl, we name everything, right? We dazzle it or you bling it, you know, anything from Texas down to Tennessee, South Carolina, it goes big or we go home. So we call this Sweet Tea Island. Okay. It's my little, my little tiny farm. And we're loving life. A farm? What do, you, what, what do you have on your farm? Okay, so it's not an actual, actual farm, but it is a farm. So we have two parakeets, uh, two macaws, and uh, we have dogs, we have chickens, we have roosters, we have turtles, fish. I call it a pear tree. A pear tree? And like all, a partridge in a pear tree? Yeah, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> wow, that's really incredible. And you have children as well, right? I do. I have three beautiful children. Um, one's going to be a, a, he is a senior this year. He is a senior graduating. Um, I look in the mirror and think, am I that old enough to have a senior? But yes, I am. <laughs> and then I have a sophomore and um, our little sprinkle of life rainbow baby is Nellie and uh, she's 10. So uh, two boys and a girl. Wow, great. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about what you do in the military spouse community. So um, a lot of people know me as like an entrepreneur volunteer. Um, I actually do have a job, though. I started working three years ago, back working. But um, when I met my husband, I was a dental assistant. And um, in fashion, life happened, 9-11 happened, and due deployments, and as starting a family, I took the back burner and uh, became a mother who does not stay at home. I do not believe in that word. We never stay at home because once someone finds out that you are at home, they keep you out of the house by doing everyone's errands and chores, right? <laughs> so you are constantly on the go. Right. Um, but I found myself feeling like, who was I and where did I belong? And 
volunteering gave me a chance to immerse myself in a community that is very unique and um, to make friends, to keep my resume going, right? Because now I don't have an empty resume and I always have someone to write a recommendation letter for me. And so I became an entrepreneur in a sense of volunteering. But that was so that I could take a shower every day, feel pretty, go out and feel like I'm part of my community. And um, I don't just immerse myself within our military. I do that outside because we were a civilian prior to ever carrying the title as a military spouse. Mm-hmm. And so I involve myself outside my community and on a base, no matter where we go. The saying is right. You bloom where you're planted. Mm. And I don't want to just bloom. I want to sprinkle like confetti so that no matter where I go, it continues to grow. And, um, you know, the saying is you always, you never know if you're going to go back to that base, right? Right. So I want it to continue to grow. So that if I come back, it's already bloomed and I'm planting something else new. So Go big or go home, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, that is or sense of their military, but um, I also have a nonprofit. It's called Military Heart Matters. Okay. So in 2013, my brother had a heart attack, and that um, it, and he was only 40 years old, and that led me to understanding more about heart attacks and um, meeting with my son's doctor, Dr. Vivian Wurzel. And so um, we're going to get more into that. So I don't want to talk too much about it because that is part of my treasure that you're going to ask me, but. Um, it stirred a lot of questions, raising hands, not understanding and realizing that this was a need within our community. And um, so I created a movement basically back in 2013 of having events within our Marine Corps bases that led me to when we moved in 2017 to Tampa. I'm no longer on a Marine Corps base, but I don't believe that you should ever give up your um, advocacy or your dreams, or your goals. Sometimes you need a pivot, right? Because mm-hmm. you can always pivot right. back. And pivoting was, I was at Air Force Base, there's the American Heart Association there that was really involved and in, in, in great within the community. And so I reached out to them, and the initiative became Military Heart Matters, and that initiative grew into now a nonprofit. And so wow, you're here exciting. to get resources, connections, and be part of the community um, helping our military heart community, meaning our babies that have CHD heart, heart conditions, strokes, heart attacks. And unfortunately, our service members that we lose from heart disease. Right, right. So I guess that's a great lead in to your treasure. I would love to hear what your treasure is. I'm very intrigued now. Yeah. So my treasure is Dr. Vivian Wurzel and Lieutenant Colonel Wurzel and Baby Nova. So the reason why I have those three special treasures is when my brother had a heart attack, my oldest at the time was under the care of his ear, nose, and throat doctor, Dr. Vivian Russell. And when my brother had the heart attack, I had an appointment that week to see her for my son. And she noticed I'm a juju happy person. So if you ever meet me, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to love you. And I might be a little bit too much for some people because I'm super happy. And um, I was not a very happy person um, because I did not know if my brother was going to survive. And again, I was not educated enough to understand where even a heart attack came from. What what was that? Why would a 40-year-old have a heart attack? I was an impression that you had to be old or maybe you were unhealthy, right? Mm -hmm. And so meeting with her um, after the appointment, she, you know, took my hand and was like, you know, Holly, what's going on? She really cared about me as a person. Mm -hmm. I explained what happened and she 
stepped back and said, you know, I want you to look around my room. And her room was filled with some great pictures. And I'm looking at General Mattis, okay? And like Mrs. Pelosi's pictures and all these capital pictures. And I was like, wow, you know some really great people. This is awesome. I don't really understand what that means. But she's like, no, it's not about that. She explained to me in such a way that I don't know how someone can explain this without ever crying because I'm a crier. But she explained her how her husband had passed away coming back a couple of weeks after being in Iraq. He was in Camp Lejeune, lifting weights, running on the treadmill, and he had a heart attack. At this time, you assume that all of our bases, that everyone's CPR certified and that we had, you know, the defibrillators and everything on base, but that was not the case. That's just been recently, in the past, like, seven, eight years, things have come to full front that has to be on all bases, and Mm -hmm. our service members are all CPR trained. Um, Due to the fact of the location where Camp Lejeune is, is in a royal area, as we know, any rural areas, is hard to get any kind of EMTs on base. And so it was not, they could not get to him quick enough. So he passed away. And so Vivian did not go the route of being a heart, a spouse of a heart, um, person who passed away from heart attack. She did it as her advocacy was to help fight for the rights for our gold star spouses that when a spouse passes away that's not in combat, that they can have benefits. So those were what those pictures and all that work was. Right. That led me to looking at her in such a light of like, this woman was so strong, right? She's right. sharing something that's very tragic. I don't know how I would feel with my husband passing away. And I don't, I don't want to even go to that, those feelings, right? We don't want to dig, dig in that, that direction. Mm-hmm. We have seen it. We know that our friends lose their loved ones, but I don't want to go there. But she was able to take something that was so negative and turn it around and positive and put all that energy and all of that into making something right for other people. And she continues today. She sits on Moa's board. She sits on my board. She sits on many boards and still continues today to fight for rights for gold star spouses. And so if it wasn't for Lieutenant Colonel Russell's passing, my advocacy would be different because it would just be for my brother, right? A civilian. I still would be fighting for the rights for, for that. And, in trying to connect and support. But finding out that her husband passed away at such a young age and how it happened, that stirred that week. Later on that week, I had in a meeting with spouses, like we have spouses socials, mm-hmm. and everybody was asking about my brother, and I was able to share Vivian's story. I shared her why. Her why opened up to other people coming to me saying that they had strokes, that there was certain things going on with their spouse, but they were so scared to say anything because this hinders them from what? moving, promotions, different things. And so that gave me an outlet of knowing if you have a voice and God gives it to you and he's planting something in your path, you need to take that treasure, right? And share it with other people. Mm -hmm. And so then Baby Nova in 2019, I did win an award. Um, I'm still shocked that I won the award because when you're up against um, lots of great people, you know, lots of wonderful spouses doing amazing things. Why me? Why would I get chosen, right? And I firmly believe that um, Baby Nova was setting in my path for me to do greater things. And so the day that I had my, what people don't realize is that, you know, it's not a voting. It's not just, oh, you get voted in. You have interviews. You have other things that are part of this award where you get recognized. Well, we had a taping, like today I'm doing with you talking. And um, the day before Baby Nova's defibrillator stopped working, she was only 10 months old. And she passed away. 
She is an Air Force base, Air Force spouse baby, and mm-hmm. um, she passed away. She was my coworker's daughter. It was very mm-hmm. difficult to try to go into work the next day because our our company allows, and I'm sure it's the same thing for you. You allow your families to come in, right? You allow the babies to come in. So we had toys, we had different things, and to be told <clears throat> that she did not make it through, and I had to go back home to do this interview. And I remember sitting in the car and it still gives me chills talking about it. And I just broke down because I didn't want to do this interview, but there was a timeline and there was, I had to do it. Right. This is what was expected a part of this process. And I felt like God just touched me and said, it's going to be okay. You're going to find the words and just do it. And so basically I went into the interview with something basically tragic could happen. And I'm not in the happy mood to do this interview, but I need to do it. And, um, but I feel like, that I, that I, when I won, it was very emotional. Um, they, that my whole company did like a party back in Tampa. So they were sitting at a, an area and Liz, Nova's mama and, and daddy were there. And it was very emotional to see them later because they did a video of them being happy. And I say that I won because Nova had a plan for me to do more. And so she's my, my other little treasure. So part of our nonprofit is we will be in this coming year. Um, to do room makeovers for babies that are, are uh, families that are diagnosed with children that have chronic heart disease. Because usually when it's a chronic heart disease, it's not just dealing with that. You're dealing with other um, issues. And so a room is not in our military life built around medical machines, mm-hmm. right? They're not right. there for children yeah. who have disability. And so we hope to bring joy and happiness. Because how would you feel, Trace, if you found out you're pregnant and they told you, that your baby was not going to survive and that you should abort your baby. And those are decisions that Liz's family had to make. And Liz decided and her husband that they could give baby Nova one minute of her life. They were going to give her the best minute and they gave her 10 months. Mm. And so we want to give other families that same support and love. And Liz is part of this program and it's called the heart of supernova. Wow. Wow. That's a, That's amazing. You're doing good work. And um, so, uh, so why do you think that it's that like heart in the military community? I mean, our J-Dog Foundation, for instance, we're always talking about suicide and, and PTSD. And that seems to be, you know, the hot topic. Be, I mean, it's, yes. it, it, and, and it is a topic that, um, a lot of our service members struggle with, and it, it is an important topic. But heart health—that's not so much discussed in the military, right? Discussed. And you just—I think you just mentioned it because it—it it actually, if if you have heart issues, or if you even pretend that something might be going on, or you think something might be going on, you cover it up because you're worried about you know, no promotions or talk a little bit about that. And a lot of people don't realize that when you have heart issues or um, something has happened to you so tragically, right. Mm -hmm. That brings other issues and things to, to, to light, like PTSD Mm -hmm. that very much goes line with um, you could ask any person who's had a heart attack around their anniversary, as they usually call it, like that's their anniversary, because that's the anniversary of their, their life, they, they, they continue to live, right. they end up 
having kind of flashbacks and having moments, it's very hard for them to talk about it. And so it, it really, it really goes both hand in hand, but it's not talked about in our military community. Yes, we talk about suicide, we talk or death by suicide. We talk about PTSD. We talk about, and we, and we really don't talk enough about it though. That's what I want to say. We don't talk enough, but we right. do hear about it, right? Yes, yes. We don't share our why. And I say, you know, our why for, why, our why is a big thing. You know, you, why, why do you have your business, right? Mm-hmm. You're, it's easy for you to talk about and lose about. Well, the same thing for your advocacy. And I think a lot of times people don't look at advocacy as a big deal, but it's such a huge, huge deal. Keep fighting. Because someone needs your voice to help. It is not easy for a lot of people um, in our heart community to talk about their underlying issues because some people feel that they blame themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They think right. that they cause this. And that is not it. Know your digits. Know your family history. Right. Yes, right. what you eat and how you're exercising does play into it. But there's other factors that also, because if your father has high cholesterol and his father before that, more than likely, you're going to have high cholesterol and you're going to have to battle with that. Right. But if you know that you have that and you're on top of it, there are preventative methods. And that's the difference. Heart disease, you, if you know what you, you know about it, you can't save your life. Right. And right. so you just so got to be a little bit more educated and understand it. And so that is why I finally decided, because creating a nonprofit is not something I really wanted to do. Right. Um, but things came about more and more for me that said that I, I need to do this. Right. Right. Well, you were being led in a certain direction and you, you, you know, you followed that leading. And, um, so that, that's, that's really great. Um, so you have a survey coming out, I understand. Yes, Tell me about that. I do. We are finally, um, going to have a survey. It's going out on November 11th. So please look out for it. Okay. Um, we will push it out through all of our social media to all of our community for the military. And um, we hope that everyone fills it out because it's not been done and um, we would appreciate it. Oh, so how can people like connect with you and kind of follow what you're doing and find your social, you know, do you have a website? Yes, we do. We have a website. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and even LinkedIn. Oh, so, wow. Awesome. And our survey will be all pushed out all over there. We have a great team that's put together. Now all the teammates have had something related to heart. So this is a very heartfelt survey. It's the first one we did um, to make the announcement back in September. I got to go to DC and meet with some of my um, congressmen and senators for the state of South Carolina. And um, we, I'm so happy to announce that in the NDAA, it was approved on the house floor for a military heart health day and the initiative for health and wellness. So now it's got to go to Senate. So this survey is so important because there is no data. There's data, plenty of data for veterans, but there's nothing for active duty due to, you know, HIPAA and Privacy Act. So being able to have this, we have information to be able to push forward Mm -hmm. and to see where is needed and um, where we can help and serve better, right? Right. That's what surveys are for. Okay, so, um, so military hearts matter. Is that how people can kind of Google your LinkedIn and Facebook and website? Yes, ma'am. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, that's awesome. Okay, well, I'll definitely be keeping my eye out for that. 
And yeah, uh, I'll tag you for sure. Okay. Yes, please. I want do. everyone to share, 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 please. It's the first time. And so I'm super excited that our organization, um, we have a great team of spouses that really believe in the mission and vision and want to support our military heart community. That's awesome. So, um, Holly, also make sure you tag Jerry too. Um, on his LinkedIn. He has so thousands and thousands of LinkedIn followers. It's crazy. So we'll, we'll definitely push it out through our, our media outlets and um, try to get a lot of eyes on. So it was so wonderful speaking with you today. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Thank you too. And I'm so sorry. My allergies like, it's okay. It is that season. season, right? It is. It is. But I, I love talking to you, hearing about what you're working on. I think it's I think it's really fabulous. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thank you for letting me share my three beautiful treasures. Oh, no problem at all. Happy to hear about them. Have a very blessed day. And you thank too. you all for listening. Okay, you too. Thank you. Bye. For all the viewers watching, please don't forget to check out Operation Hidden Treasures on Discovery Channel at 8 a.m. Eastern on Sundays to see more stories of veterans turning junk to jewels. The new series follows enterprising U.S. military veterans and their families whose mission is to salvage and repurpose otherwise unused items and turn them into hidden treasures for people in need. Every episode will also include a J-Dog auction of an intriguing item discovered during a clean-out and made available to bid on by the public via the J-Dog website. Profits from every auction are donated to the J-Dog Foundation, which helps fund PTSD resources and supports veteran organizations combating veteran suicide. There are items currently listed for auction, so go and take a look on either jdog.com or operationhiddentreasures.com to see if one of the items can become your new treasure. Don't forget to check out Military Hearts Matter on social media and be sure to fill out the survey coming out November 11th. They really need your help. Thanks for listening.